Hey kids, it's your buddy Peter. It is 11.45 on July 27th. We're putting the finishing touches on episode 95 of Sketching Good Conversation. It's our interview with an Orlando music legend. You know him from the band Gargamel. You know him from the Fort Fritz podcast. You know his beard. You know his pajamas that he wears all over the place. You know his voiceover work. You know his trivia nights all over Orlando. It's Man Daddy. Came in, hung out, told great stories, put up with a whole bunch of technical difficulties, and uh, we were really glad he came in the studio. We wanted him in here for a long time, and finally we made it work. So hang out just a second. I got a couple little news things. First and foremost, this happened this week, and we're stoked about it. We have joined a podcast network to uh, get our brand out there just a little bit more. The PFT Media, the home of, of the PFT Radio Network. We're teamed up with Cinema Crespediso, the kids over at What's the Fuss. Tidbits is back. We love that podcast. A couple new ones, The Devils and the Details, and the Simon Time Trivia Show, and a whole bunch of other new things are on its way. Uh, thanks to them. We are officially on Stitcher. We've been saying it for 94 episodes that, that uh, we would get on Stitcher. We are on Stitcher. We are on Google Play. And on iTunes, you can go back and listen to every single one of our shows. It's been a year and a half in the making, but we've actually out there in the podcast world. So we're really excited to be part of this brand. Follow them on Facebook. Follow them on Instagram. And get into those other shows because they are just a talented group of dudes. Also, of course, the Orlando Weekly Best of Orlando 2017 is still happening. I think it goes on until the 7th of August. Right now, stop what you're doing. Hit pause. Go to your computer. Go to your phone. Go to orlandoweekly.com. Go to the Best of Orlando and go to the local color section under Best Local Podcast. Do me a favor type in scotch and good conversation we won second place last year i think maybe we can do it again this year with your help we're an orlando podcast our home is orlando we talk to orlando people about orlando do me a favor go vote uh mean the world to me stickers we still got a couple if you want some email us over at scotch and good conversation at gmail.com Leave your name and address. Some of you people are just saying, I want stickers, and I can't do it without your name and address. Or if you want to help us out a little bit, go over to scotchandgoodconversation.com. Left-hand side of the page, there's a donate button. Do the exact same thing. Leave your name and address there. Maybe a little something. You know, these things aren't free. Cost us a little money to go out and get them. Cost us money to go to the post office. Donate. Donate, and you get more stickers. Got t-shirts still at a represent store. They... There's a link in the bottom of the show notes on our website. I think that's it. Um, the PFT Media Network. Excited about that. Excited about this episode with Man Daddy. You kids, thank you so much. It means the world to me that even one of you listens. I love you. Go outside. Talk to each other. Be nice to each other. Love each other. All right. You guys, peace. Take care. I love you. Bye-bye. PFT Media.
Thank you so much for checking out episode 95 of Scotch and Good Conversation. I am your host, Peter, and we are like a weekly hangouty, interviewee, day drinky, podcasty, get together type thing. Here's what we do if you've never listened before we invite people over, we lube them up with liquor, we turn off our cell phones, we turn off our computers, and we kick it old school. We talk. Hopefully, it becomes something interesting and we have a good time. And also, hopefully, you enjoy yourself too. If it's your first time listening, you kind of dig what's going on, you can go over to scotchandgoodconversation.com and listen to every single one of our other podcasts. If you want to get involved, you want to give us a call, 407-965-5557. That's 407-965-3577. If the phone is not your thing and you're afraid of leaving a message on, on Scotch and Good Conversation, you can email us at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We've got a couple sponsors. The first one is my favorite place in the world other than my home, Red Light, Red Light Beer Parlor. They're local right here in the Audubon Park Garden District of Orlando around the corner from my home. And they've been doing craft beer the right way for 12 plus years. 26 rotating taps. 300 bottles and cans to choose from a friendly knowledgeable staff who's going to help you out and find you the perfect beer and if you're not into beer they got a pretty impressive wine list they got craft sodas uh usually food trucks there open seven days and week 2810 kareen drive orlando is the address go in there and tell them that we sent you see i did that much faster this time right <laughs> i left out all that nonsense uh i was saying earlier but we had to delete the whole thing because I'm bad at podcasting. Uh, our guest, I was a little frightened of. I was a little scared <laughs> to have you come in here. Uh, it might be the beard. It might be the could head. Be. It might be that you're seven and a half feet tall. <laughs> it, Not it, that tall. It, it could be the uh, the manly broadcast quality voice. Speaking of manly, uh, uh, your name is Manuel Daddy? No, it's Man Daddy. Man Daddy, I yes. have to say. Uh, this you, is Man Daddy. But the world knows you as Man Daddy. Yes. Uh, the, there's, uh, the whole Manuel Daddy thing on Facebook is just because I wanted to go as Man Daddy and, and Facebook wouldn't let me do that. And so I just changed it to Manuel Daddy. Okay, so you're not going to tell the world your real name? My, my real name is Chuck. Okay, Chuck. <laughs> oh, that's, not, just, that's no fun at right. all. Right. There's no... <laughs> and, a terrible name. Oh, it's, it's so annoying, when, especially if, uh, if I'm getting put on a guest list or something when I walk up I have to start off with Chuck yeah. because if you go uh, can I get on the list for man daddy no, there's a man. Uh, it's Chuck what are you, what are you Madonna yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, been, I've been going by man daddy is uh, for um, 25 years that's so. that's all I, hold on now you dropped out the whole world is there breaking. you go that's all I know you as yeah, I, 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 a lot of people that's all and we, we talked about a little while ago I've been in town for 20 plus years and I'm sure we've been in the same room but I don't think we've been properly introduced so thank you for coming in oh, thank you for the invite you were on one of the original list of people that had come in even cool. if even if Jeff hadn't come in you would have been invited oh. I, I think I just got the balls up because Jeff said <laughs> to, to invite you uh, these are three things that I know about you um the first thing I know about you is, uh, like I said earlier, this isn't your first time in front of a microphone. You're in a band. Yes, I am. Is the band currently a still a thing? Oh, yeah. We're, uh, we're, we just played at the Sanford Hurricane Party a few weeks ago. I knew that. Yep. And uh, we're playing coming up uh, August uh, 5th, we're at Wills, and July 16th, we're at Wills. Uh, the July 16th is for the Southern Fried Sunday, and then August 5th, we're with a touring band. I can't remember the name of right now. Good. Uh, way to not remember the name. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a, uh, it, uh, it's a friend of Dirt McCoy's. I don't know. And, oh, I know the, he's a local dude too. Yeah, he's uh, Jeff's brother. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's Fritz's brother. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Oh, what I was going to say. So uh, the name of the band is Gargamel. Gargamel. Yes. Okay. And you guys have been doing it for twenty twenty five years. Uh, 20. Like in about three months, three months it'll be twenty five years. You're the oldest man in Orlando. Yep, probably pretty, pretty much. I mean, there's some there's some bands that have been around about just as long, but uh, we're uh, at least up there. You know, <laughs> we're in the top top three oldest bands. In a fight, could you beat up those bands? Yeah, there's a good chance. Depends on how drunk I am. Okay, good. Oh, <laughs> I, I like you already. Uh, and uh, if, if people were going to uh, try to put you in. A genre describe your band and uh, that's the hard one. I, um, see. I just say psychotic okay. um, because we've yeah you know, we've won or been in the top three of the metal category of Orlando Weekly every year for forever. But you know we're not really metal. We are metal, but we're not metal. We do some stuff that's you know funky. We do some stuff that's really brutal. We do some stuff that's reggae, and that'll all be within one song. So it's it's just basically psychotic. I got into a huge flame war with an idiot on Facebook because of a huge what uh, flame war. You know, flame? Just, flame war. That's when your comment sections back and forth with someone that's called a flame war. Okay, I didn't know that. Uh-huh, I, I learned something. That's yeah. why. That's why you're here. Yeah. Or you know. I know. Um, but uh, and so going back and forth, this guy because I because I said something. I, I just made a comment about uh, being a metal a singer in a metal band. Blah 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 blah. And the guy's like, oh, not for nothing, but Gargamel's not metal. And I'm like, well, we kind of are. And just went and he started getting just rude and idiotic about the fact that we're not metal enough for him. And so I ended up blocking him. Uh-huh. And then my friend, I was still a friend, that was like, dude, he's got a whole thing on his page trying to get people to talk about how not metal Gargamel is. It's like, dude. Get a fucking life. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I scream my fucking head off half of our songs. I, I hope think he's I listening. Did. I hope he's one of my listeners. I hope so, too. Fuck that guy. Don't listen to that guy. Move that mic just a little away from your face. You do have a, 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 a broadcast quality voice. <laughs> uh, so uh, you said they're, uh, you're playing in August at some point, I think? Uh, yeah, someplace. we're playing July 16th and August 5th, both at Wills. And uh, um, if someone wanted to listen to Gargamel, then buy one of your records? Uh, we, all of our stuff is available on uh, iTunes uh, and um, CD Baby. You can get physical copies. Uh, we're on Spotify and all that type of stuff. So it's uh, just at Gargamel, or if you want to go to Facebook, it's Gargamel Orlando. Do you have a MySpace also? Uh, we used to. You, no, it's yeah. there. I checked. Uh, it's still there. It's still there. <laughs> I, I haven't I, checked that in a while. Yeah, no instructor MySpace. In a while. <laughs> it's kind of fun to go back and look at it and see how much. I just wonder if I even remember my password for my personal page. I, um, how much I've changed and how much I'm exactly the same as I was 15 <laughs> years ago. The other thing I about you is uh, again you're no stranger to having a mic in front of your your face you are on a podcast yes a very uh, good on, podcast too, uh, by the way. it's a lot of fun it's uh, Fort Fritz yes it's with me and Fritz from uh, the Phelps file and uh, real radio and uh, Nick Sprzynski I think I can't I can never pronounce his name right Nick he's out there and we have a uh, girl Angela that's her uh, character name and then we have Kaz and it's basically um, it's kind of like a theater of the mind kind of fun stuff where we're hanging out supposedly in a haunted house that Fritz is supposed to inherit but he has to stay in it one night which I believed by the way <laughs> the first that's how dumb I am oh really oh yeah I'm like at the end I was like this is kind of fucked up I, I, <laughs> it's very good you guys are funny and I, you can learn something yeah it's, we try to have interesting way, stories way smarter than this is and the sound <laughs> is better we just I mean Fritz really knows what he's doing production wise first yeah, yeah. of all especially when it comes to all the sound effects and stuff like that and so it just takes it to a different place and lets us kind of and, and now we're just getting goofy as hell with it we decided that we can go wherever we want with it so we're just trying to have fun and do something slightly different you know it's brilliant I, and I'll put uh, links to both those things thank you uh, in the show notes and the third thing I know about you and I'm not sure if this is the truth but I got lazy and and, and this is <laughs> happening a lot my research team's starting to suck so I'm going to fire all of them <laughs> uh, sometimes when I and I mean this as a compliment because you're younger than I am when I 
like interview older like months oh. <laughs> like a few months oldest people older people oldish people uh there'll be just nothing on their facebook page and nothing like current on the internet i think i found an interview with you sometime at some point but it was with the orlando weekly like 10 years ago or something oh it, it, even more than that yeah <laughs> it, it, so nothing was relevant so you're you're a, a trivia host yes okay nailed it Boom. <laughs> yep i host trivia i've been doing that for about 14 years oh my goodness i didn't know yeah yeah we uh, when, I, when i started doing it it was basically just me curtis earth and rick peterson in town that was like the only host and now everyone and their friend has a trivia show and they're all on the fucking radio <laughs> well, you're, you're on my podcast well, oh i know no, thank you very much sure uh it's just that because you know you got doug uh from uh, that's on the Phillips file. He does it at you know, Hamburger Mary's, and you got, you know, Curtis has his radio show. It's just like it seems like every trivia host is somehow tied to the radio, except myself. Um, but I do it every Thursday at Cheers and Altamont. Okay. And I do it the first and third Mondays at Orlando Brewing Tap Room. Okay, good. I, mean, I used to live around the corner. That they they, they brew up a proper beer. Oh, so it's very good, handcrafted organic beer. It's really and nice they do it kind of old school. I, I like the fact that they do what they do, and they're they're not. And I mean this in the best sense. They're not out to impress anybody oh no no there that's the last thing (laughs) that they care about Uh, they they, they're the they're the kind of like the first ones doing in town and and they get do what they do you get a bonus uh it was just your birthday yes it was happy birthday it was like last week it was thursday last thursday any cool toys uh no just a lot of fun times okay good i've got enough toys (laughs) (laughs) um these are top three things i'm eager to to hear this Uh, top three bands or singer songwriters quick go for that uh, i'm a fan of in in bands right now uh, bands voivode genesis and Electric Six. Okay, old Genesis, I'm guessing. Uh, actually, everything up until uh, like most of Invisible Touch. Okay. Like, you know, there's like I like songs like Domino off of Invisible Touch, and there's like one or two other ones. But I'll find that. Nothing after that, and but all the stuff beyond before that. That, that was after Peter Gabriel left. Oh yeah. When, oh, yeah. Uh, that was the, the that was the second to last one with Phil. Uh, Phil Collins. Thank you. I was going to yeah. say I, I literally have his book sitting next to my bed on my stack of things I need to read. Oh really? Yeah. The Guide to Divorcing Your Wife Through Facts. Is that the name of it? No, that's what he did. Oh, <laughs> he actually. Did Divorce his wife of I think. Oh, via facts. I think I heard facts. that. Yeah. I um, I have two like deep in my heart. I love these musicians, and I know they're not cool or hip. Uh, Phil Collins is one of them. Oh, he's amazing. He's, I mean, that's the thing. Is like he's a bit of a brick, of course. Yeah. But he he is a sick drummer. If you listen to the early Genesis stuff, just absolutely sick. I, I also thought he dressed kind of cool in the nineties. That whole big baggy suit and a pair of sneakers thing. Oh yeah. I yeah. rocked that all through high school. <laughs> and uh, and I know this guy's also kind of a dick. Also Don Henley for some reason. Oh yeah. The, those those post Eagles records, Building the Perfect Beast and Dirty Laundry, such a perfectly written song yeah. and so relevant now about Still. about the news cycle and fake news and all no, that I'm bullshit so tired of that <laughs> yeah. the, i mean the the you know they say the greatest lie the devil devil or the greatest trick the devil devil ever pulled was a convincing the world he didn't exist mm-hmm. and now the greatest trick this administration has pulled is making everyone think that the media is wrong well the, a the, lie. most of the media is wrong and a lie well i wouldn't say I mean, yeah. i'd say slanted but to yeah. say they're all a lie is just it's devious it's yeah. absolutely devious saying that, that that you can only believe me oh. Or Fox News, which is the biggest fucking lie in the world. No, that's, uh, that's state-run media. Yeah, that's basically state-run media. Uh, uh, top three books. You strike me as someone who's read a book or two. Um, so that's a compliment. Uh, big fan of the Dune series. Uh, I've read. Those are hard. They're oh, big. those are thick they're, and they're, a lot, but they're so amazing. What I about mean, the movies? Did you see um, the movies? The, the the one that David Lynch did is interesting on its own. It's not truly Dune. It, it, it changes a lot of the things, but the style of that movie I love. I love just the the way that it looks and feels. But it's not. 
completely in line with the books. Is that the one with Sting, young, yeah. young, handsome Sting? Oh, yeah, in with, his the, yeah with the Batwing yeah. underwear, yeah. He was sort of dreamy back then. He was. Yeah, yeah. He still is. Come yeah. on, he's Sting. I guess so. Yeah, I know, right? He, he, he doesn't age. Huge police fan also. I wish, he would, I wish he would. I love the police, too. Don't you wish he would just stop, though? <laughs> just come on, buddy. You don't need any more money. How many castles can you own, pal? He owns all of them, I think. Yeah, he's he owns a, every a, castle. A good majority of them. Oh, so, uh, we were talking about books, so... Oh, uh, that, um, Quartz Dune, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Solid. Douglas huge, Adams, one of my, my favorite of writers. Um, and then, uh, you know, I, I used to used to read some true crime stuff, kind of like, you know, um, uh, I had a really interesting book, I can't think of the name of it, by, about Ed Gein. Well, that's the um, guy who eat people. Yeah. Uh-huh, eat, yeah. eat, did you hear me say eat people? Eight people. Eight. He could be eating dead, but maybe he's eating in the afterlife. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's a really good book called uh, Whoever Fights Monsters. I think I've heard that. What is and that that's, about? Uh, it's by Edward Kessie, I think is his name. He's the guy that basically uh, coined the name, the term serial killer. Okay, that's and fun. And he interviewed like every major serial killer over the last several decades and it's just a fascinating read alright uh, and the last one films top three movies um, Brazil wrong no, I'm favorite. just fucking with you I don't, I don't, I don't know why uh, Brazil is probably my favorite movie of all time uh, huge fan of the original Star Wars trilogy okay you know I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a nerd from way back no no that's, that's, that's and, acceptable uh, so much new stuff. I've been. I, I watch, that, that's the thing. We're in a golden age of uh, you know nerd movies and stuff. On demand nerd yeah. movies. Oh yeah, just they're right so. there. And so I mean, I love. I mean, it's as as whatever childish people say about it. I love the Marvel films. I just are, absolutely are you, love all the Marvel. Are films. you talking about the superhero films? Uh, oh yeah, all the Marvel ones. You know, even the, the Spider-Man ones. The Spider-Man ones are pretty bad. Uh, well, the the first Spider-Man is great. Second Spider-Man's amazing. Third one is a problem. And then they did the reboot, and the first one was kind of okay. The second one was a mess. We'll okay. see what they do with the third reboot coming up. Is uh, there this a weekend. third? There's another starting this week. Going, going back to the beginning where he um, gets bit by the radioactive spider. I don't think they're doing the origin story. Okay. I think they're because uh, they've already done that so many fucking times. Uh, but this one is uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming that starts, I think, this weekend. Okay, yeah. I, uh, these are things that I did not know. Yep. You were assigned a task, young man. And by the, the guy, we're so close to age. <laughs> usually, I'm like literally sitting with people who are my could be my children. Um, you were assigned a task, uh, a pure age person, right? Uh, to come at maybe three questions please ask me the first of the three, okay, three um, questions per age person what would you say is your nerdism everything <laughs> <laughs> but yeah just center one that is the thing that you can just observe uh, you know tear apart mentally because you know so much about it you involve yourself in it so much that, uh, uh, that's a particularly life, nerdy thing lifelong it's always been music really I, I, and one of my favorite conversations I've ever had uh, was in a pool it, it was like a band, like a local band who went out tour, on tour, came back, and they uh, they had just had a pool party at a local apartment. And some other people who I had known through the music scene came, and, and there was drinking involved. And at some point, no. At, at some point, the, the girls went and did girl things, and the boys sat down and talked, had a drunken conversation about music. And I, uh, I'm sitting with musicians, and I, I I'm, I'm a, I'm a wannabe musician. Like I, I want to, but some, you're surrounded by sort of dumb instruments. My, my wife plays all of them. I want to play any of them, and I can't. I can't <laughs> play one. Uh, but I, I had an intelligent conversation where people were respecting the things I was saying about music and I went my god maybe maybe I do know a little bit more than that <laughs> that that's always been my nerd thing I think growing up uh like being because that's like a lifelong nerd thing but I feel, I feel like there's there are things like that you become nerdy about as you get older oh yeah and I, I don't know I, I think the 
acquiring an appropriate amount of things where you don't cross the line into hoarder uh, that are vintage cool yeah yeah I, I mean this room is a, a, a relatively good reflection right. of that and if, when you get into music instruments and you get into vintage music I, I yeah. can't afford vintage talk music. to Jeff <laughs> Nolan about that Jeff Nolan has just because he, he's uh, the curator of the memorabilia at um, Hard Rock yeah 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 and plus he has his own collection because he's an amazing amazing that's guitarist that's a cool job oh yeah especially for him because you know he's you know he used to tour he was in a band with Scott Weiland yeah yeah you know, so he knows the ropes and so now he gets to be around and touch all this amazing and spend year. other people's money going to auctions and going into estate sales. He's just a, uh, it's just a hell of a gig, yeah. Oh, that, 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 have you ever been like behind the scenes to see what Hard Rock is? That? I've been to the White Room. That's the that's oh. the deepest I've gotten. I've been into the White Room, which is absolutely stellar. When you see the uh, the wicker couch that John Lennon used to sit in, because if you uh, if you've read a great book about the Beatles, it's called uh, And the Love You Make. Mm-hmm. And it's like the first biography of the Beatles that they all kind of signed off on that were alive at the time of its writing. And John Lennon, and he had a huge, giant mansion, of course. Yeah, yeah. But he had this one little wicker, uh, like, love seat that he would sit in for days at a time. And he had a mortar and pestle where he would grind up whatever drugs he had on him, uppers, downers, solutions, whatever, just grind it into a paste. And he'd sit there with an acoustic guitar, swipe his finger in the bowl, and sit there and play his guitar for days at a time in this little that. chair. Yeah. And if you, when you see the actual love seat, you could see where his arm from playing guitar has worn a little thing into the back of it. Have you ever been to Graceland? No. I have not. You should go to Graceland. It, 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 it's I don't even particularly like Elvis. I, I mean, I like young, cool Elvis. He was pretty. He, he wrote great rock and roll. But I, I, I'm also equally as fascinated by fat, bloated Elvis. <laughs> and and uh, I, I'd say everybody should. It, it's required music trip wherever yeah. you are in the United States go to Graceland it, it's amazing and disappointing it's smaller it, I hear that it, no it, it's it's about the size of this room no it, <laughs> it, it, it's Who knew? I, I've had friends who've grown up in bigger houses and, and I like didn't grow up with money uh it, it's the jungle room you get to walk through the jungle room that's pretty wonderful in a strange way the the part that got me and it makes it sound bigger than it is there's racquetball courts Huh. In the back, like he had a, and this is what he died in 78, 77, 77. Um, he died in 77. That was kind of a thing. That was like the new up and coming sport, racquetball. So he had racquetball courts in the back. You get to go through the racquetball court. And the the day he died, apparently he played racquetball with some of the Memphis Mafia. Nice. And uh, played a song on the piano. And then, you know, Elvis was tired and went upstairs. And that, that was the end. Yeah. Uh, go to Graceland. I think you'll dig it. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's an interesting time. Yeah. And then you can see that they misspelled his middle name on his gravestone. So yeah. it's not him. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, there's, and just to sit and watch the people who come because it's it's they have emotional response well literally it, it's it's a counter uh, a, a, like a section of america where i mean there there are elvis people there's elvis impersonators there's good old boys there there's rockabilly kids you know and then there you know there's just my brother and i who, who literally we we went it's like two o'clock in the morning what do you want to do then the bars had closed and we went well let's wake up at six and go to graceland <laughs> And well, that's exactly what we did. We wow. were probably still mildly drunk. We we threw our shit in some shopping bags and drove to Graceland. Huh. And it was well worth it. Things I could not picture me and my brother doing. Are, 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 are you and your brother not, not? Well, I mean, we don't. We are not. We're not close. Okay, let's put it that way. Maybe I mean, you guys should go to Graceland together. <laughs> Maybe that's what we'll bond over. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, we. 
uh, we're basically take everything I'm not and then make it into a person and take everything that he's not make it into a person. That's what we are. We're, is he a good dude, though? Oh, no, yeah, I don't have any problem. We're not, no, we're not against each other or anything like yeah. that, but just, I mean, he's uh, a very successful real estate uh, right-wing Christian. Okay, and you I'm, have an awesome beard. <laughs> I'm, I'm just giving counterpoints. There you go, there you go. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so, I mean, we, we, we get along and everything like that. We're just very, uh, very, very different people. You're on my podcast. He's there you not. Go. That's true. This is very true. You guys should go to Graceland. <laughs> it'd be fun. It'd be We're, good for you. Just a road trip, me and my brother. It's just, it's just <laughs> awkward as fuck. Um, that, that was your first question. I'm going to ask you some questions. Now, you ready? Okay. Sure. You ready? You ready? Sure. Okay. Uh, think of the last thing you Googled. You can't look it up. Okay. And uh, now you're the world's leading expert in this. All right. What was that thing and how does that change your life? And while you're thinking, I'm going to play some voicemails. Okay. Hey, Peter. It's Adam from Living Vicariously in the Twisted Ten. By the way, this is, I'm going to answer your question you posted on Facebook. However, this is your official invitation to come host your own Twisted Ten. We want you to come over and bring a unique list to our listeners and also bring some of your stickers over to the studio so we can throw them up on the wall. Uh, but anyway, this is an answer to your question. You said, think of the last thing you Google. You are now the world leading expert on that thing. What is this thing and how does it change your life? Well, last night we recorded a show with, uh, with a local band named Hot Pink and they know how our show blows. So one of the guys happened to bring in from the band a bottle of Blair's Mega Death Sauce. And of course, we all tried it on air, leading to uh, a few minutes of tears. So, obviously, I am now the leading expert on Blair's Mega Death Sauce because I looked up its Scoville unit, its heat rating. So, uh, now I'm the fucking world leading expert on Blair's Mega Death Sauce. How that's changed my life? Well, this is a two part thing. So, obviously, I know Blair's Mega Death, but now I also have a full knowledge on the soothing. Uh, sensation of preparation H maximum strength soothing cream so uh, you know one leads to the other what can I say alright man hey I love the show keep it up and uh, take our invitation come on over alright see ya Who's that? That's uh, that's Alex from the Twisted 10 and Living Podcastly there's going to be another <laughs> this is so fucked up. I'm so bad at this. There's going to be another phone call from it in a second after this. And oddly enough, it's from a girl that I used to go to high school with and I haven't talked to in... It's got to be... 20 years, probably. I think the last time I talked to her was at an Arby's in Fort Pierce. <laughs> uh, and it should be... I'm going to have to edit the show. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Hi, this is your old friend, Tammy Buchanan from high school, a.k.a. Tammy Hirschberger. Uh, the last thing that I Googled was, where do babies come from? And how it has changed my life is that I really wished I had known this about mm, 24 years ago when I had my first kid. Have a nice day. Tammy, 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 Tammy. I wish you'd asked me. I, 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 I was in high school. Um, at, at that particular school, from my sophomore year to my senior year. In, what state? Uh, Florida, down South Florida. Oh, okay. And I met her like on the first day, <clears throat> coming out of a dumb, pretentious private school that I hated, and going into a, a fairly weird regular public high school so I met her my first day in uh, Algebra 2 I can't oh. say that word Math 2 <laughs> <laughs> 
and uh, she's like, my name's Tammy, and it's like, I'm going to give you a nickname, and I can't remember what the other nickname, and I said, you have, to, you have two to choose from, and I, I can't remember what the other one was, but uh, she said, I said, uh, it's either this or the nickname Rubberneck, <laughs> don't know why, <laughs> and she said, I'll take the other one, and I called her Rubberneck for, I think it was Rubberneck, for the, the next like three years until we got out of high school <laughs> Tammy's sweet and she's beautiful and looks exactly the way she did in high school like her face is just stunningly beautiful Tammy thank you so much for for calling I'm sorry it was such a clusterfuck with uh, the voicemails <laughs> but I'm gonna get better at this call in give us a scream so what would you be the expert on <laughs> it'd be it'd actually be about the expiration date of pesto <laughs> <laughs> So now I can change the world by helping everyone know exactly when their pesto in their fridge, whether it be store-bought or handmade, will last. And we will completely reduce any pesto-related deaths. What is the expiration date of pesto? How, um, how long can you? I feel like, if, is it in the refrigerator? If it's in the refrigerator, if it's, if it's, uh, if it's store-bought and it's open, you got about three or four days. Four days tops. What's in pesto? Uh, it's basically basil, okay. uh, pine nuts, garlic, and olive oil. I feel, does that go bad? What what's, what goes bad? In it's the, the, it's the, basil? the basil. The basil. Yeah, because yeah, you know it's you know it's a plant based thing. So even with the olive oil, you could probably go a few a few uh, days past that. But just it's I'm always a food paranoia. Yeah. I yeah. have a lot of food paranoia when it comes to things going bad. It's like because once you, once you have food poisoning once. Yeah, that's all you need. Yeah, there's only yeah. so many times you can throw up and poop. Yeah, uh, I've, I've thrown up enough in my life. <laughs> and I, I didn't say this. And, and uh, there's a young lady to the right of you. Yes, this is my wonderful wife, Tracy. Oh, hi, Tracy. Hi. Thanks for coming. I'm she sorry. was bored and didn't want to sit at home alone with I'm our so, cats. I'm sorry it's so hot in here. That's not bad. Uh, well, well, thanks to the people who called. And uh, thank you. I don't, I don't know how I'm gonna make this all work together. I'll never forget the things that you said that but, I haven't heard. But at some point I'll splice the, their phone calls in. It's going to be good. There you uh, go. Um, uh, so pesto. Yes. Okay, good. And you guys cook with pesto on a summer um, basis? Yeah, well, it's just that uh, <laughs> like just a, a week or so ago uh, she had bought some in a jar. Oh, hold on. Question number two for you. <laughs> What's something that's absolutely worth the money? Keeping in mind, like, for instance, really good podcast equipment. <laughs> uh, what's really worth the money? Um, yeah, I mean, really, when it comes to recording equipment and microphones, you know, as, as a singer and as a voiceover guy, whatever, that microphones and gear like that, you know, the right preamps and everything can just change it. Um, the majority of the Gargamel stuff was recorded with a guy, uh, John Marshall Smith, an amazing, crazy producer, like absolutely, nearly insane, amazingly good. And yeah, I was talking about the um, the microphone that I'm recorded the majority of the Gargamel stuff in is called a um, Telefunken U46, I think he had. A Telefunken? Telefunken. It's I a type of so old bad. school microphone. And this thing is from uh, like the 50s or 60s, I can't remember. And you had to plug it in and let it warm up. It had its own preamp with so it. It's, it's a, only tube. It, it has a tube in it. Yeah, it has tubes in Very it. Very cool. And you had to let it warm up. And the thing is just warm as hell. It just, it just captures so much. And so stuff like that is actually worth the price. Do you do voiceover work? Yes, I do. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, I, I can see that because I, I said broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> voice like 10 times um, I've done uh, 
a few video games. I'm on Madden 10 and Madden 11 doing uh, Sideline Chatter and QB Cadences. I did uh, four voices on a game called uh, NASCAR Kart for the Wii. Uh, I've done a lot of different commercials. And um, I uh, used to have a TV show, actually, back in the day called uh, Bootleg Orlando. I knew that. That me and Dave Siegel did. I, and so I, I did all the voiceovers for that as well. I, I had uh, one of the creators of Madden in here. Oh, really? Uh, Ian something. Okay. He lives in town. Uh so, uh, worth uh, that thing threw me off. Worth, worth, <laughs> worth your money. I'm going to go with uh, good prophylactics. Oh, yeah. Pro- prophylactics. Uh, <laughs> condoms. Good condoms. Uh, from here on, it's going to be smooth sailing, kids. Uh, <laughs> uh, question number three for you. Uh, what's the most disgusting thing you've ever found in your parents' bedroom? Ooh. I want to say my parents. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep it at that. <laughs> are you you're not on? Um, are, are mom and dad still around? Um, uh, my mom's passed. Uh, my dad's still around. Okay, and yeah. a, a good and, relationship. Um, me and my father do. Um, me and my stepmother, who's been around since I was about five or six. No. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's and, okay. And she's still around? Oh, yeah. Will they listen to this? Uh, no. Okay. Do they know how to listen to this? I'm assuming they're the, like the same age as my parents uh, so in their I, 70s. Um, yeah. 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 They're, uh, I, I mean, like, I was just trying to explain to them how to listen to my podcast. They could barely figure it I don't, out. So. Don't ever let your parents <laughs> listen to your podcast. Yeah, I know. That's the standing thing. rule. Like, I, my mom, she knows what I do, but I, I have her tricked into thinking that she can't listen to it because she doesn't own a Mac. Nice. Yeah. That's and, well played. I like yeah, that one. Well, and also, and she lives in another state and she lives within about 10 miles of my brother so he would have to come over every time she listened and it would just be such disappointment it would be (laughs) just such such why are you doing this why are you making these decisions in your life you're hanging out with thieves and criminals (laughs) you know know, so I uh, I just decided to tell her I'm doing this little radio thing it's an advertisement for what I do and I, you don't need. I, and I told her you don't want to listen to it. I tell <laughs> it's in your best interest. Not I tell to stories from my past that you probably don't need to know. And I just figured out that. So uh, I, I can say that uh, I. I found a copy of The Joy of Sex in my mom and dad's room one day. Actually, oh, same here. Did yeah, you, yeah. That's, that's the first time you see illustrated Bush in I know. such a way. It was, I mean, it was weird and erotic, and I, I'd, I'd kind of like to get a copy. Are you familiar with the copy of The Joy of Sex? I, I, I'd kind of like to get a copy of that now. Oh, uh, you know it's still out there. Yeah, I, I, I think it, you could probably buy it, but I mean, is it available? Can I buy it at Barnes & Noble? Oh, probably. Uh, Amazon.com's got everything. But I want a new copy, not one that's, that I masturbated over in the 70s. <laughs> this one's laminated for some reason. <laughs> I got a copy of a Madonna sex book out in the living room. Nice. And that that's actually pretty cool. And there's a lot of Bush in that also. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hel- uh, healthy 80s Bush. <laughs> uh, 90s. I think it, it was like 92 or 93. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, and I bought it for like 75 bucks. It's worth a cool 125 now. Uh, nice. Uh, Investments in porn. I know, right? Uh, you, uh, question number two from you, please, sir. Okay. Uh, that would be... Um, uh, favorite uh, or number one live music experience you've had number one live music experience I've had uh, we were talking about Man or Asterman earlier that would be way high up on it but give me a second um, my first because Man or Asterman is the hipster cool answer <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go old school cool. I'm, I'm going to say my first concert that I went to that I drove well I didn't drive I, I went with some buddies and uh we drank and nice. got in trouble. It was Sticks, 
on the Kilroy Was Here tour. Uh, you were talking about that with D- DJ Nigel. I was there, uh, the in, one here. In Lakeland? Um, I think it was at Orange County. What uh, was it? No, I saw him in Lakeland. I, th- I can't remember if I saw him in Lakeland or Orange County. I, I'm uh, absolutely sure I saw him in Lakeland nice. because I also saw a foreigner there. Ooh. I saw him, no doubt, with the Vandals and Cake there. Oh. And I saw you two there with the Pixies. Nice. I know, right? That's so... Uh, Yes, six on the Kilroy was here tour. Some of the worst acting anyone could ever hope to see. It was so see. good and bad yeah, and it's wonderful. Definitely an experience. Yeah. And There's got to be videos out there. I'm it. sure there is. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to watch them. Like, Come I, on, Tommy. We just have to believe in rock and roll. Oh, Tommy, we can lock the doors and we'll be here all night. Right, people? The, I mean, doc, Dr. Uh, what the hell was this? It wasn't Dr. Evil. It was Dr. Uh, oh, Dr. Doctor, the guy who wanted the band. Yeah, that was the character played by the guitarist. That's not Tommy Shaw. James um, Young is yeah. the guitarist. He played. Yeah. yeah, I I had this whole theory, and I tried to explain it to my wife that I I think if the timing was right, I could have done a Paradise Theater slash Killer was here Broadway show, and people <laughs> our age would probably go. Yeah, I think it probably would have worked because there was that whole storyline and tied the two records together. And I yeah. tried to explain this on the on on the podcast. It doesn't come off well. <laughs> I just come off as a crazy yeah, I, person. I know exactly what you're talking about. But I, I so you like sticks? Oh yeah, really? I mean, yeah, early sticks definitely. Yeah, I, mean, I, I had Paradise uh, a theater on vinyl with the laser etched back that you could only have to see in the right light. You opened it up and it told the story of Paradise Theater. And on the front, it was a, a great looking Paradise Theater. On the back, it was a desiccated looking Paradise Theater. My favorite little random piece of information about that record is on uh, the the back, the dilapidated side. Uh, it the poster on the theater it says uh, like I think it's Sparky the Flying Dog, and during one of the songs. On the record, if you listen, Dennis Young screams, Go Sparky, go. Nice. Random little bit of sticks trivia. If uh, you, uh, the song Rock and Roll uh, Poisoning, is that yeah, what it's called? Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's off Kill Royce. Kill Roy. Yeah. If you play backwards, right when it goes, Sex and Drugs, Sex and Drugs, Sex and Drugs, and Rock and Roll. If you play that part backwards, it's very weird. It sounds like Long Live Armand. It's very strange. It comes in very clear. I actually did it when I was a kid. With It's like, it's just... There was other backwards masking. They, they, what's the thing that's on the money? Ooh, whatever, you know, uh, E, Plumas, Earnum. It's on money. It's on dollar. But that's on there, too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. There, there's backwards masking all over that, which ties into the whole... Idea about banning rock and roll because of having the influences it does. We're your number one Sticks Colory was here podcast, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> We're going niche marketing. Uh-huh. Hey, kids. Uh, um, La Femme du Fromage. It, it's, it's my... Not my newest sponsor, but my second newest sponsor. Uh, Tana and the gang over at La Femme du Fromage are Orlando's premier local locally owned gourmet cheese shop they're, they're located in the Audubon Park Garden District right up the road from Red Light Red Light in the East End Market and if you haven't been to East End I, I, I just go I haven't been yet I can't believe I haven't been you guys go to East End she knows uh she knows Tonda. Isn't she just, she's as sweet as hell. She's, I don't, I don't know what she's, I can barely pronounce the name of her shop and she sponsors my podcast. Uh, go in there. It's located at 3810 Korean Drive up the street from Red Light, Red Light. What they do is they specialize in handcrafted farmstead artisan cheeses from around the world. You can go in there and you can have them make you a platter and you can bring it home or you can sit. Oh, cheese. 
<laughs> you, you, can, you, can, you can sit and actually eat right there in the shop. Either way, you can't lose. And you're going to get something that, that's, that's literally made by hand. And you're going to get it given to you from somebody who actually knows where it came from and what it's made out of and what kind of wine you should drink with it or what kind of beer you should drink with it. Either way, you can't go wrong. 3810 Korean Drive in the East End Market. La Femme du Fromage. We love you, Tonda. Go in there and tell them that we sent you. Question number four from you. Okay. If we assume that Christian Hell exists, what percentage of people would go there by your estimates? By Christian, uh, like if you actually adhere to their rules that they don't adhere to, that if like your, they, your eyes literally lit up. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the fascinating thing to me is that I mean, there's always been uh, different polls or reports that show that most non-religious people know more about religious texts than the people that follow that religion. So I've always thought that's an interesting uh, back and forth. Um, I think. I think a good portion. I think uh, I think I'd say like around high eighties. I mean, I think so. They're, yeah, they're, I mean, because there's so many things in there. If you follow everything, it's like just you, you can be stoned to death for wearing different fabrics. You know, even shellfish. My, my, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, yeah. my favorite is there, there was a thing on Facebook or something that showed a guy that had the whole Leviticus quote about man shall not lay down with man tattooed on his arm. Like three more passages later in Leviticus, it says you can't tattoo yourself. <laughs> it's, it's like right there. It's like it's the cherry picking is just absolutely fascinating. I am. I, I I don't know where I lied. Like, and it just makes things complicated. But I just hate the hypocrisy that that's that, that's out there. Because honestly, none of us are going to make it if, yeah. if the, these rules are out there. Yeah. There, it's it's this. It's way like or spiritual that way. limbo trying to get under something. You know, I mean, they 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 raise the bar. So it's just you have to be the most perfect, pious, you know, whatever person. And you know, it just it doesn't exist. Well, I'm hoping everyone covets. Well, we all covet. All, Come on. All, You've all, coveted. All the really good party people will be down there. Question number five for you. You're currently living with your 13-year-old version of yourself. What do you argue about the most? Besides, uh, besides we, sticks. I don't know. I think we'd get along pretty fucking well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I, I think we'd live in harmony. I think, you know, I think uh, I would learn from his uh, youthful arrogance, and he would learn from my aged wisdom. So I think we wouldn't argue. I think, think we so? I think we'd bro down. I think I, we'd bro down. I guess I don't think my thirteen-year-old version of me would like me. I think I think I think I'd be. I, I think I'd kind of dig me. I mean, <laughs> you know, I think I've uh, I've kind of stuck to my guns. It's like I, over the years I've had people tell me it's like, oh, you're eventually you're gonna change. It's like, no, this is what I want to do. Well, I, I, having <laughs> or, or be having had my research team do research on you and look at pictures over the years. Are those pajama pants? Yes, they are. Okay, good. I, I, because I, I, and that, that's 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 you. Yeah, that's, that's. I haven't owned a pair of jeans since 1987. Good for you. They're, yeah. They've only gotten worse. Yeah, they just. I mean, I, I live in Florida. I live in the most humid weather in the world. I'm a, I'm a, uh, a furry gentleman. Yeah. And I'm just not going to cover my nuts in vinyl. I mean, in, in uh, denim anymore, or yeah. vinyl for that matter. With shorts? Do you own shorts? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I wear shorts. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm a Floridian for God's sake. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I, I saw a lot of the same variations on the same outfit and uh good for you you yeah. know it's letting society tell you what you should wear and shouldn't wear i just understand why men have to wear boring pants you know i mean to find patterns in men's pants it's like impossible it's like i i i because I, you know, I, I grew up doing a good amount of hallucinogens. Shocker! No, but, uh, get out of here. I've always liked to be able to. It, it, the best thing if you're on a hallucinogen is if you look down and you look funny. 
know, if you look down, you got to take my like, pants off. Hey, look at this. Oh, there you go. You can do that too. I, I, uh, I, Life is way too short to be wearing boring clothing. Yeah. And and I was kind of hoping you'd dress like this. Oh, of course. But when you perform, you wear like a cleric robe. Uh, I, I have a bunch of different weird robes. I've okay. always, uh, when I'm on stage at Gargamel, I've always, because when we started off, we wore masks and the, every, the whole band wore masks the entire show, never took them off. Yeah. And, and it wasn't that, it's just that um, after we had been doing it for a while, you know, Mr. Bungle has already been out and we we're huge Bungle fans, anyone can tell. We wear it on our sleeves. But but then Slipknot came out and yeah. then Mushroom head came out, and then uh, another man came out. And was like, okay, so um, we still wear a mask occasionally. Okay, good. Uh, but, I'd expect nothing yet. But everyone else kind of evolved in their own thing, and with me, the robes just it uh, it, it takes away all body worries. You know, I don't want to th- you know, worry about being on stage, going to pick up a beer, and you can see my ass crack. You know, I mean, this way the robes just give me a chance just to not worry about anything other than the performance. Slipknot, good band or not good? Band? Oh, I love I love Slipknot. I'm not yeah. familiar. They've, with got, them. they've got some great stuff, and they got some no not great stuff. I, but I feel like they'd be a really good. Line. Live band. Oh, they're brilliant live. They're just brutal. Uh, I mean, it's like nine guys on stage flipping out. Isn't there a guy who like plays like empty kegs and shit? Yeah, yeah, clown. Yeah, okay. he just beats the shit out of stuff with a, a baseball bat. I feel <laughs> like I, I need to rent this. They have they have drum riders that go up in the air. You got two guys just beating on metal kegs, and you know, I mean, and Corey Taylor is an insane singer. And you they're know? they're still doing it. Oh yeah, okay. okay. They they have a, they're working on a new album right now as we speak. I I, I feel like I should get into Slipknot. I don't know why, but I, I but I also feel like it's kind of like beyond me at this point. I don't, I don't, and I'm not saying. Are I'm, you into metal? I, I, I'm into like every, like literally. I mean, you can look there. It's I, but, I, but, but there's, you know, there's into metal and there's into metal. I'm not into metal. Okay. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I appreciate metal. We were talking earlier. Like, I, I appreciate like art and, and art music. And what would you say is your favorite metal band? I mean, Judas Priest is, okay. but is that really metal? Oh, I feel God, like yeah. it's no, that is that is metal. That is the origins of metal. But, 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 classic but, metal. Iron Maiden also is oh, like really yeah. high up there on the list. But I don't even think that that, that even classifies when if, if you would say that Slipknot is a metal band, do you think it's the same as Judas Priest is? Because it seems so tame in comparison. Um, it's just, but that's you know, metal is one of the most amazingly segmented music genres because you got speed metal, fat, uh, death metal, you know, you got black metal, you got doom metal, you got you know, Viking metal and. So it, it gets so segmented, but you know, Judas Priest is definitely metal, and Slipknot is definitely metal. Okay, uh, what, what was I going to say? You you said uh, about speed metal. I like Anthrax. Oh hell yeah! Um, where would suicidal tendencies fall under that? Um, they they started off punk, okay, and yeah, then they crossed over to be more metal. And actually, they have a new single out that they just dropped about two or three days ago. Did not know this with uh, Dave Lombardo on drums from Slayer. Okay, that I see Slayer. I don't like. I don't know why. Maybe it's the name. I, 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 <laughs> I, it sounds violent. Oh, it is violent. They, they don't sound like Slayer I, I can hang out with. Slayer is violent. Their 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 uh, mosh pits are very violent, and but in a wonderful way. What was the last time you were in a mosh pit? Oh, it's been a while. Yeah, but, but I used to love going in the pit. I mean, it's just because back in the day, um, <laughs> the, the I mean, it sounds so. Before <laughs> 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 I, I had to use my cane. <laughs> Um, you know, back in the day, there was a little bit more of a, and, and it's still there to this day. But you know, it, there are there, the douche factor in the pit has definitely gone up. In the '90s, it happened, right? Uh, about yeah, about the late '90s is when the douches really started coming in. The ones that are really trying to go out there to throw blows, basically. Limp Biscuit ruined it for everybody. Yeah, yeah, they ruined a lot of things for a lot of people. Uh-huh. You know, the, the main thing they ruined was Limp Biscuit. Yeah, 
where were you on the Limp Bizkit? Um, I mean, I, the band is great. The the the, the players in Limp Bizkit actually, if you listen, if you take the vocals out of it, you got some nice chunky riffs going on in there. It's just Fred Durst. It's, just this is a bit of a butthole. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he may be a nice guy in real life. I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, he's never given me any reason to believe he would be. But you know, I mean, come on. They they they, they wrote some fun little tracks and everything like that. But the the arrogance and the snot nosed uh, uh, part of it kind of took away from anything that could be there. Best part of Limp Bizkit, they went away. This is true. Oh, actually, they're still around. They're still I, I know, but it's not, not not really relevant. But, uh, <laughs> quest number six. Uh, does your choice of friends reveal what you truly are as a person? Um, I think in a way. Um, I think. Um, Especially the ones you keep close, you know, okay. because um, when you're, especially if you're in the entertainment industry, you have different levels of circles of friends, you know, you have, you know, you have how many other people that you know and you interact with, and then you have people that are kind of, you know, within your kind of close-knit group of friends, and then you have your core, you yeah. know, and I think that when you, when you look at the core of friends, that's where you'll really see the truth of someone, because these are the people that not only can you handle being around, they can handle being around you, <laughs> and sometimes that's what reveals the most. Do you hang out with a lot of people? I mean, your band, you've been with those friends. Yeah, that's, that, the, the main people I hang out with are musicians, either in my band or people that in, in the podcast that I work with and the, the, the troop of people that, because also there's some people outside of the Fort Fritz podcast, like Dirt and Sarah Bick, who's an amazing, amazing uh, voiceover girl. And that sounds stupid, voiceover artist. artist. That happens to be a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm such a You prick. can call me a voiceover girl if you want. <laughs> there you go. Good old t-shirt VO girl. Sure. Um, but uh, and then the, that's that's the you know, the group I hang out with are for the most part creative types at least. And know? I mean, do, well, how how long have you known your oldest friend? Um, I guess that would be Servo, my keyboardist, and we went to high school together. You know, I've, I've known him since you know about uh, sophomore year in high school, I believe. It's because I, I don't talk to any of my high school friends. I don't know why. I think it might be me. I've got like five or six. Yeah. You know, I mean, Servo, we went to high school. Uh, Lucky Erickson, a great drummer from town, uh, with a really cool fucking name lucky awesome. yeah. Oh, yeah yeah he's and he's always been lucky he's, i mean his, his official name is leaf but he's always been lucky and he's a great guy he's, he's an amazing person so if you're out there lucky salt butt do it for lucky man do it for lucky bro lucky um uh uh <laughs> derailed your ass right there didn't it God, no <laughs> fucking phone calls derailed me so hard oh don't worry about I, it. i've got a lot of people who are musician friends and you're a musician do you play guitar no i i, I originally started playing bass but um i just just i can fiddle around in things i just don't find the same connection i do with voice yeah it just uh well you have I, a lovely voice oh thank you yeah. I've, been, I've been playing with it for a long time well uh, we have a new sponsor and they actually Ooh. they're local and they build guitars oh really a local guy who builds guitars nick scout and he's a musician himself he plays i think he said uh if it has strings on it he can play it and he can play pretty much anything with keys on it also and what That's he's doing most instruments what he's, what, what <laughs> no, he's no woodwinds and brass but nothing else I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he could actually play those also what he's doing is he's whoa sorry rosie he is building beautiful handmade guitars right here in orlando nice. he can custom build you something to your specifications and it's going to be like an extension of you and if 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 you've reached the point in your life where where you can play guitar so well and you're thinking about having something made here, here's the way I look at it, and I use this all furniture. 
a long time ago and it was sort of kind of high-end furniture nice. and I I could have somebody come in and they'd be usually be carrying a Starbucks cup because there was a Starbucks near my store and I would say what do you pay for that coffee and they go you know five bucks and and I'd say well you want to buy a couch but you don't want to spend more than two thousand dollars and you'll pay five bucks for a coffee that's going to be gone in half an hour you're going to spend the next at least 10 years in your couch think about it with an instrument i mean how often do you give away an instrument how often you'll play an instrument until it falls apart right. you smash on the stage or for the rest of your life and you pass it on to the next thing and that's where scout guitars comes in nick will build you something that you're going to play for a lifetime and it's beautiful handmade to your specifications right here in Orlando. And if you got a guitar or a stringed instrument, they can also do professional repairs or upgrades. Follow them on Facebook, <laughs> follow them on Instagram, and you can see the kind of stuff they're doing. Contact them at scoutguitars at gmail.com or give them a call at 321-289-8611. That's 321-289-8611. Scout Guitars, tell them that we sent you. Nice. I nailed that. That was very well done. I know, Good, good right? read. Good read, as they say. Thank you. And, it, and actually, none of that is actually down here. I just made up that whole part of it. I did work in a furniture store, though. There you go. Um, your third question, please, young man. All right. Um, what would be the best and the worst thing that social media has done for you? Podcast. Best thing. And worst thing? Um, I've had fights with people flame wars well but, but, but it, I, I i can't if you if you go on my my website or follow me online which i encourage you to do you'll find out that i can't spell i don't use punctuation by design i write everything in lowercase with very very little punctuation in order to make it look like it's style but it's actually a way of me disguising the fact that i'm mildly ignorant <laughs> So uh, I, I don't get in flame rollers because I know I, I, I can't. It's just going to come up off his gobby yeah, book. And nothing's worse than you, you, when you really want to make a point and then you hit send and then you realize that you use the wrong there or there or something oh, like God. that. And you know they're going to get you for it. No, I am I am very aware that that is not my thing. But uh, the Internet caused a fight with some people that, that I respect and I, uh, I wish it didn't happen. In the end, we probably would have fought anyway, but I just wish it ended uh, better, and I wish we could sit down and talk, but I don't want to talk to them anymore anyway. Well, that's what it'll do. That's, that's. <laughs> but uh, that being said, I mean, it was the catalyst of, of, of something that if we had sat in the same room and went, we could, we could hammer this out, but not too much time has passed, so if you're listening, I, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> but the podcast, the podcast is literally the best thing that's happened to me in the last... But besides getting married and you know and my wife it's one of the best things that's ever happened to me i'm i'm literally sitting with you guys and i enjoy your company it's fun we're having a one-on-one -on -one conversation be it all fucked up because that dumb voicemail <laughs> uh, but it, it, it's fun like it, it, it's what i remember having conversations with people when we were younger right the, the whole thing that we're shooting for is an afternoon version Usually, sometimes we record in the evening, but most time it's after an afternoon version of those conversations you have in the parking lot after a bar closes. Right. You know, and, and I love those. Those are the deepest, most fun nonsense conversations I ever had. And now, uh, you know, I've, I've, 
I'm wildly popular in Mexico. People are paying me to do this, which is which is great. I can't imagine wildly it. popular in Mexico. I know it's weird, right? How did th- th- just by chance it just kind of happened? I'm very popular in Mexico. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, in 57 <laughs> other countries. Uh, uh, um, but it, it's it's I, I like the fact that that I mean I like what you do. Thank you. You know, I like the podcast. I like the band. I dig your voice. You got to see the band though. I, 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 know. To, I, can't, I can't believe we 25 years and you haven't seen us. I, I don't I don't know why. I, I, I don't know how you I did on a good show. I know, I, I, and that, that, that part, like I said, part of the reason you're here is because I know you put on a good show. I just haven't seen you, so I'm sorry. I'll no, okay. see you. Somehow, I, somehow I'll forgive you. But uh, uh, the internet is evil and good at the same time, yeah, and, and I, I, I get to the point where I try not to look at it. This is this is great. I, we haven't checked our internet. We haven't right. we haven't checked our phones. We haven't you know we haven't checked our Facebook or Instagram or Twitter feed. Blah blah. Uh, my business is off the internet, so I'm. Kind Constantly working on the internet on top of this ridiculousness, so uh, it's it's kind of become this weird extension of your hand. Right, it's just there. It's always there, and, and it, it provides that little you know that little endorphin you know lizard brain interaction. Literally, it, it's a rush of, of endorphins that yeah. go. You, you somebody hit a like button. Yep. You know, and you can tell yourself, I don't give a shit about legs. All I'm trying to do is build up. Someone put a ha 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 next to something I said. Yay, I'm a good person. <laughs> I, how, I mean, you don't strike me as someone care, who cares. And take that as a compliment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's still there. You know, I mean, I really, you know, for the most part, do not give a fuck about most things. But it's still, you know, especially being an entertainer, yeah. you know, it's there. You know, anyone that gets up on stage and acts like, you know, oh, I just don't give a fuck. Well, first of all, yeah, you do. Cause you're or you wouldn't stage. be on stage. Yeah, you wouldn't be up there if you didn't like the Congratulations. I mean, yeah. I remember the very first time hearing applause, and that just—I mean, it's—it's it's a fucking drug. It's the the biggest addiction in the world is hearing people say, "You were good, good. You were good. I enjoyed you." You know, you're good I mean, at what you do. Yes, yeah, that's it. You know, I like that. So that's that's just you know that's for every entertainer, no matter what they say, that is the guiding force. What, what, but the band does it have a Facebook? Oh yeah, yeah, Gargamel Orlando. I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah, just Gargamel. Uh, yeah, one word, Gargamel Orlando. I'm firing to research monkeys. Yeah, they, they, they got to get on the job. They'll they'll uh, there'll be a link in the in the, the old uh, show notes. I'm, I'm so fucking bummed about that voice. Oh, no. <laughs> let it go. No, but I can't. Let it go. Let it go. Uh, this is your second to last question. This okay. one's kind of weird. I found this on the internet. I like it. Uh, eight hours of sleep at night sounds fine, but that means two thousand nine hundred hours of sleep a year, which means. You spent 121 days asleep each year, which sounds insane, right? I mean, assuming you sleep eight hours. I think yeah. I, I didn't check the math on that. One. <laughs> I'm too lazy. Uh, how many? Two questions. How many hours a night on average do you sleep? Sub question. Describe your sleeping habits. Uh, I'm a bat. Um, as she knows, I, I've always been a bat um, ever since I was about. Uh, like 11 or 12 is when I started like programming on computers and stuff like that and hacking you know back when you had to use like code yeah and like uh, on bulletin boards there was no internet you had to connect you know straight to things and I did stuff using uh, illegal phone numbers that let you uh, call all all over the world without getting uh, charged (laughs) and so I've always stayed up late so I tend to go to sleep around 4 a.m. and I tend to sleep till noon or 1 and so I I tend to get 7 to 7 to nine hours of sleep you know depending on what's going on you know if i have to get up to do something of course i get up to do those things right yes, yes okay you you're an adult things. yeah but, but I'm, i've always been a bat and so my sleeping habits and uh, and, I've, and i've always been the fan that if you have the ability to like say wake up 
two hours before you have to get up and then go back to sleep and wake up like two or three times with like a half an hour span and you get the most amazing dreams that way because your subconscious is awake just enough to take notes yeah and so that's where you can get into things like uh um uh, lucid dreaming and things like that so that's always interesting but also if you're not careful you get into things like sleep paralysis which is some scary scary stuff that both me and her uh, have experienced that's which, no fun you're talking about like just being stuck in a dream ooh it gets way worse uh, you want to hear the story you wake up you can't you're awake but you can't move that, okay, that, that's um, it you're on the, on the ceiling that's uh, it gets weird um, and I told this story on the very first episode of Fort Fritz and what happens is it's commonly called a witch on the chest and where you become awake, but you are frozen. You cannot move. You can't vocalize. You can't move your body at all. You're awake, but you're trapped. And that in itself can be scary. But what started happening is there started being um, entities. Uh, oh, around. that's no good. I hate it. And um, laying there and seeing, being able to see figures around the bed, getting to hear them. They started having a vocalization. And that is, and this is literally what it sounded like. Yeah, I stopped that. You're freaking me the fuck out. I have headphones on. <laughs> and, and then she started experiencing the same thing. You guys need and to move. Started, uh, and with the same sound and everything. Yeah. And, and uh, it started evolving. And then at one point, I had an experience that was completely unique and terrified the living hell out of me. And so I kept it to myself. Uh, and then she had something and I was like well what was this and she had the exact same experience with this animal sort of presence um, almost like a tiger lion type face with a long tail almost like the uh, like the Chinese dragons that go down the street yeah and she described it exactly as I saw without me prompting Are you her. in the same house Rosie <laughs> we've been there for seven, uh, seven years now is it near my house because no, no. I kind of want to fucking move no, yeah, we, okay. we live in Kingswood okay and, good okay and so I've also been uh, drugged out of the bed i've been drugged down the hallway um she has as well did you do the history of your house um no no but it's it's definitely not a ghost thing it's an alien thing it definitely feels like either interdimensional or interspace not it doesn't feel like a ghostly thing i know it, it, i don't give it's, a shit it's, it's a ghost it, or an alien i just get the fuck out of your house but it's intelligent yeah it, okay. it, it, it knows what's going on there was one time where uh i felt I was going into the, the process. I felt being moved from the bed, and I was like, "Okay, I'm just going to go with it. I'm not going to be terrified. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go with the, go with the flow." And that pissed it off. Do that. There's, there's just get a little long, yeah, live yeah. long and prosper. Yeah, yeah. But no, it, it got really mad. Oh, okay. And and so things got a little weird from there. But it's it's been about. God, about nine, nine, ten months, I think, since we've had an encounter. So uh, I'll keep so you. So this going. happens like for the last. You said you've been in a house for eight years. We've been, we've been in a house for seven, eight years. Uh, it, the 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 real uh, bulk of the encounters happened over about a year and a half period. Uh, that ended about ten months ago. So yeah, it was. Uh, and like I said, I would not prompt her. I wouldn't say what. Well, was it like this? Oh no, I'd say like, tell me what you heard. Yeah, that's what I fucking heard, you know, and or felt. Have you asked your neighbors? Oh, we don't really talk to our neighbors that much. Maybe that's why. Yeah. <laughs> is, is it your neighbor? <laughs> I don't think so, no. I don't think Pete and Julia would be doing that. Yeah. Wow, you just called your neighbors out on my podcast. Good for you. I, 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 um, I, don't, I don't know what to say other than you should move. <laughs> I, no, we love our house too much. I, I, apparently you do. I love my house. but well, it's they, haven't, they haven't hurt me yet. They've terrified me and they've terrified her, but there hasn't been any bruising or anything like that. But, so. but they dragged you out of bed. Yeah, yeah, this is true. I have floated down the hallway before. What time is this? Um, it usually happens uh, like middle of the night, either middle of the night or right near dawn. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I, I had read that anything that 
is going to happen and this is how I, I can fall asleep at night anything that can happen is going to happen at, like before four o'clock and that like like between like a like midnight and four is like the witching hours or whatever well i'm always awake so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so you're, you're fine <laughs> except for you're getting beat up in your sleep I, I i i so i am uh i'm always on edge like i don't sleep until like five four thirty five o'clock my wife wakes up right around six so there's not a lot of sleep in my world <laughs> and so I, i'm always kind of interested in people's sleeping habits uh, last question all right uh who do you know that i don't know who could come on the podcast bring something to orlando and has interesting sleeping stories oh geez i know a ton of people okay. i mean Hit me. you know um well jeff nolan you know if you don't uh, know him i'm sure he can, i know the name know, for yeah, sure he, he he would be uh, a hell of an interesting interview um, you know, tons of different musicians. Will Walker. I've been um, trying to get Will on the podcast. I can, talk, I, can, I can maybe ask, talk to Will. You, you had He's, said we should do it at Will's. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure I could you know, say something you want to try to do. It, like, well, it's just always busy. Like, the dude is oh, just very busy. running yeah. Orlando, you know. <laughs> and, and I've known him for I've known him since the original Will's. He's, a, he's an amazing person. He's always just been the nicest guy. He used to come in Kinko's, and we would trade him copies for pictures of beer nice so i i mean i know will like i i'm sure he does i mean, I mean he knows me because i've been in his bar one million times oh, and yeah. i do this and spent he spent a lot of time in wills he, he gets called out a lot on, on the show and uh but uh, i don't i don't and i wouldn't expect them to know me literally that was what 20 years ago when it started yeah, yeah. so i wouldn't expect them to know and we both destroyed brain cells since between i don't expect them to know me but like he would come in kinko's to make advertisement flyers and we'd go why don't you i'll tell you what here's an extra 10,000 copies just give us two two pictures of beer next time we come in and i lived on 1792 nice within walking distance of will so oh. it, it was just a way dangerous bad decision making oh, yeah. situation uh, you interrupted will you, you oh no, no i'm just saying i mean I, I know a ton of people in the scene i've been you know since i've been doing this forever so it, i'm sure i could find more than a few it's uh, usually way people. more professional than this i tried to throw f uh, phone calls in and it just fucked me all up <laughs> you really really got the, the phone calls really got in your craw but, but I, I think i had it i thought i had it all set up and i, I can't even see them i know they're they're in the computer someplace <laughs> just floating around in the ether so i had a separate track for them and, and we'll, we'll figure it out it's going to sound maybe, maybe my aliens followed me here I think so orders, yeah. it's all your fault I'm you kids and your aliens uh, remind the kids where they can uh, hear your band okay. your podcast and your trivia thing okay so uh, for Gargamel just go to Gargamel Orlando on Facebook and or if you want to listen to us we're on Spotify and iTunes and all of that uh, for Fort Fritz you can find us on Stitcher on iTunes on YouTube on uh, Google Play and uh, that's just you look for Fort Fritz on Facebook you look for at Fort Fritz and on Twitter it's Fort Fritz it's at Fort Fritz MCT for Mooncast Troop and uh, I do trivia every uh, first and third Mondays at Orlando Brewing Tap Room and I do it every Thursday at Cheers in Altamont and uh, do a lot of weird stuff around town uh, if you need uh, if you need voiceover work I'm always available just look for me Manuel Daddy D-A-D-E-E -E, on Facebook and uh, I have a new project that's going to be coming out hopefully uh, in the next few months is a uh, pure metal project just really you know this one yes it, this one is metal with me and Bobby fuck that Coble. guy <laughs> fuck, fuck that guy yeah uh, this is with me and Bobby Coble 
uh, amazing, amazing sickest guitarist uh, who used to be in the band Death. He also plays in town with Junkie Rush and the Absinthe Trio. Death, Death. Yeah, the band Death. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's, yeah. He, No, he's the sickest guitarist you could ever hope to see. Yeah. Um, and it's with me and him and two guys from Canada, and it's just a pure metal project. Uh, we don't even have a name for the band yet, even though we've been working on it for several years. But so that's something that I'm really excited about that should be coming out within the next few months. Outstanding. Thank you very much. Oh, thank I, you very I, much for having I, me again. I, 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 this is my apology podcast. Oh. I, I kind of loved moments of this. You did a great job. I did a horrible job. <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be links to everything that he just talked about on, on in the show notes. Still fucked up. I uh, want to remind you that uh, uh, if you like this episode, it's brought to you by Scout Guitars. ScoutGuitars at gmail.com or 321-289-8611. Red Light, Red Light Beer Parlor, my second favorite place in the world besides my house. 2810 Korean Drive, Orlando, right up the street from La Femme du Fromage, located in the East End Market at 3210. Literally within walking distance of Red Light, Red Light, Korean Drive. If you go to any of those places, please tell them that we sent you. If you enjoyed the podcast, hopefully this will actually sound good. I'm going to edit a lot of this crap out. If you enjoyed the podcast, subscribe on iTunes. If you like the people we're talking to, subscribe and leave us a review. It helps out a lot. You can listen to all our past podcasts at scotchgoodconversation.com. Give us a call, 407-965-5557. Facebook, Instagram, whatever. You guys, you're my new friends. I uh, love you guys. Thank you very, very much. Thank very you for good coming to be in. Here. I'm thank sorry my dog right. barked. Oh, I know. She didn't, she didn't bark the whole podcast. Well, she, she's going to bark when you stand up. No, it's okay. So, all right. You guys, thank you for listening. You make my world a better place. I love you. You guys, be nice to each other. Talk to each other. Peace. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Production.